Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really do need to change the music, Ron. Joe Kopp was right the other day that it's still the same as when he worked here. What are we doing? There's only one person to blame for that. City limits. No, no. Ballsy? Ballsy. He's the one that was going to... He did change it, and then these guys changed it back. Yeah, like we know how to do that, I'm sure. You don't know how to change the music? Not how to change it back from what Folsey programmed it to be. I blame Folsey, totally. He had hours to work on it, and then he blew it. I'm eating a piece of licorice, and it won't go away. Yeah, I know. You're struggling over that. Yeah, I didn't want to die. How are you this morning, Joe? I'm good. How are you, Ron? My daughter got in yesterday. Um, we went to the hockey game last night. It w- uh, we had a very nice time. Saw a good game. Penguins. Very good game. That's a Jari six shutout already. Six leads the league. And they needed they needed one. And it was uh, it was fun. We had a good time. Anytime I do anything with her, I always say we have this little saying. I go, "What was the best part?" And she always says, "Being with you." And I always say that too. What's the best part, Dad? Being with you. That's great. So and you have, got a good game. I know you've gotten game. some bad. Last year, you got a bad game, right? Yeah, we've got a few bad ones. Well, I have to believe that people saw you in the stands and wished you well. I Am I right? F- I had some people do that. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Got a couple guys walked up the aisle and shook my hand and wished me well. Plus, I you know I know all the security people and you know those those people were very gracious. Did they make an announcement at the game? Uh, no, no. I don't. I, I wouldn't have liked that. Really? I wouldn't have liked that. No. That had booze. I should, have, been, I should have called them and made sure they did that. There would have been booze for me. They could have had a video like they do for the players I, of I, you pacing. I, <laughs> no, I could have waved from my seat, you know. <laughs> you pacing after a column, some other highlights, you in the studio with me, us yelling at each other. This is the second last opening, Ron. It is. We got one more of these left. How do you feel right now? Feel are you good. feeling it yet? Or are you feeling? No, what are no, you feeling? I, I feel really good right now. I I'm really worried about getting through tomorrow already. Yeah. But uh, I I told you off the air. I just talked to Joe Gordon, um, the Steelers' longtime PR guy, just the best there's ever been in this city. He goes back to Chuck Knoll in the '70s. Yeah. And he said he and his wife Babe uh, vacationed every year at Fort Myers Beach before the pandemic and. He just said, you're going to love the area. And I was saying, I said, how's retirement? He goes, it's tremendous, tremendous. He's been like retired 27 years. Like wow. He said. So 
We'll see. We'll see. Well, you don't think the treats and tributes are going to stop, do you, Ron? <laughs> this is Off the Top, brought to you by J.P. Roofing and Siding. And, man, coming up at 11 o'clock, we have yet another of Ron's all-time. In fact, we're, we're stocked today. Not stocked like we were Monday. Nothing could ever approach Nothing that as far as— Nothing could ever approach that. Sheer volume. But we have four or five treats for you today, Ron. And one of them is the big boy, Mark Caballi, will be along at 1230. My God, I completely forgot about him. And Jay will be along at noon today. Yes, he will. Perfect time for him to talk about a game, actually. It, it seemed like it was forever. Uh, how about that hit in the game on Achari? That was unbelievably Someone bad. described it to me as like a car accident where one person was being reckless and the other wasn't paying attention at all. It was just crazy. He, he, he tried to take his head off and nearly did. I mean, what's the league in it? Two games, probably? Isn't yeah. that what the league wants to get rid of? Yeah. Those kind of plays? Yeah, I mean, I've seen worse than that. It was just kind of weird. I don't know if the word is sneaky or it was a strange hit. You know what I, I mean? saw helmet go flying. I know. And it was. He, it and was when he tried to get up and went back down, it was pretty scary. That's why you can't measure intent. You just have to penalize the hit. I was surprised they didn't go back and show the the hit by Brendan Dillon where he broke Bluger's jaw. Yeah, you remember that? I do. I expected I, I do. to see that clip. I, I I didn't see it, but he's got a bit of a history. Well, Doesn't now, that factor in a suspension? I, I, you, you would think so. I don't know. Was he suspended for the Bluger hit? I don't know. Uh, no, I think I heard Phil Bork say that he doesn't even think it was a penalty on the play on Bluger. So really, uh, I don't know. I I just I I watched that hit and and it's one of those plays where you cringe. I mean, it, it it took almost took the guy's head off. When you saw his helmet go flying like that, I'm trying to think now. Obviously, he had his wars with the Penguins when he was with the Capitals. We get that. What is his suspension history? Do you know it off the top of your head, Ron? I, I, I do not. That's up for the <laughs> that's for the beat guy. He should know that. Uh, Dylan suspended one game for slashing uh, Madison Bowie. Bowie. I don't know what the hell his name is. Um, it doesn't look like he has a long history of it anyway. Well, he should add he's to gonna it. Get, he's probably going to get a couple games. He should add to it with this one. That's for yeah, sure. I think he will. I think he will actually get get a suspension for this, but I don't think it'll be lengthy. And he was once boarded by Zach Cassian, and Cassian got three game a three-game suspension. So he's been on the I other mean, I'm end all, of it. I mean, I'm all for hitting and rough play and physical play, but that was just a real cheap-ass shot last night. I mean, I've seen worse, though, haven't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, the, yeah, of course. But that still was real cheap. Yeah. It was, it, I guess sneaky might be a pretty good word for it. And then the Penguins in general come up with a nice win. And I thought oh. uh, the accounts of the game were accurate. I was reading Josh Yoey this morning saying the Penguins just seem to be more effective in low-scoring conservative games. I mean, it's. It's against their nature, but it's true. And also something almost miraculous happened last night. They scored two goals on the power play. Yeah. Five, on, on Dylan's five-minute match, um, you know, major penalty, they scored two goals. Who, who could have believed that? Well, that's going to be the whole difference. I think they're going to make the playoffs if they stay relatively healthy. Well, the, I the, do. Their goaltending is what's killed them these last number of years. And it's a pretty good strength because, right? you know, Jari. In the playoffs, yes, it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jari, no one will ever believe Jari until he does it in the playoffs. But he's been damn good most of the year. He's, he's had, a good regular season he's, goalie. He's had a, he I, is. I think he's been benched in three or four games. But yeah. He's still 
you want a little more consistency, but he's good. And I think uh, Nijelkovic has been outstanding. Yeah, it looks like Kyle Dubas got it right with uh, with his goalies, but in particular Jari. And I'm not. We won't know for sure it, until and if they until get the in the playoffs. playoffs. I get that. But the first bet he made was that Jari would return healthy and be a good regular season goalie because you remember a lot of us had questions about that uh, talk hand, of a chronic hip injury things like that waved I, I trashed the uh, signing so I was okay with signing him just not for that long and that much money but you know if that's what it took he looks right I'll say that Dubas looks right his first bet was that this guy could come back that that there were no chronic injuries and that he would give them a chance to win in the regular season and he's winning that bet in a big way right yep especially when you look at it relatively to teams like the Devils and several others who are who who desperately need goaltending. And they don't have it, and the Penguins do. You know who else I thought looked really good last night is Latang. I think he's playing really, really good. Yeah, he's good having hockey. a really good year. I mean, he got the goal last night, but beyond that, he's just you know, he'll make the occasional play that you go, What's he doing? But man, I think he's cut those way back this year. Way back. I think he's making the right play most of the time. That goal he scored last night was beautiful. Not a lot of defensemen scored that. Backhander exact like that? Goal. Huh? Yeah. That looked like Sid, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Jari and Nadalkovich are both in the top 10 in save percentage. Uh, their goaltending, for the most part, has been outstanding. It might be as good as almost any goaltending duo this side of Boston, Ron. Yep. Seriously. I know. I mean, I they've, they've been really good together. And if that keeps up, or even close to then that. you got a chance. And you got, you, and got he, you got to get the power play going. And last night showed exactly what you need with your power play, which is it's a tight game. It's one nothing. You don't score there on a five-minute advantage. And all of a sudden, the whole game, all the momentum swings back toward Winnipeg. Instead, you essentially put the game away. You did. Which is what you should do with that kind of talent. Absolutely. And it took them a while. I think, I think they went three and a half minutes without a goal, and then they got two in the last minute and a half if I'm not mistaken yes and in the meantime there was another big development in the NHL last ah, night ah yeah penguin related and that was the Edmonton Oilers their streak stops at 16 Vegas both, beat them we both predicted we bo- both games just last say, night we, we both predicted both games we were 4-0 and Ron I, I you know Vegas obviously is a tremendous team and you knew they just couldn't win forever can't win forever and uh that was uh, you know, so the Penguins' record is seven. That was ninety-three, right? Seventeen. Yes. Tied the last game against New Jersey. There was no chance to win it because it was a tie. And we had Jay Caulfield on last week. We probably will ask him today what he thought about the Oilers not getting it, and he said it took something out of us going into the play. It was right yeah. before the playoffs. Yeah. And he said it maybe if some guys would have rested a little bit, and it took something out of them, but. Uh, what a streak by the Oilers, man. Remember, when it, right before they fired the coach, we were thinking, man, this team's dead in the water. They fired the coach, and all of a sudden, on a roll. Well, and, the crazy thing is... And McDavid and Dreisaitl were looking like McDavid and Dreisaitl, too. Yeah, they won 16 games in a row, and they're still not safe for playoff-wise. That's, That's how, how bad, bad their were. start was. Right, right. And they're still way far away from the likes of the Canucks, so even with that 16-game streak. But guess who I talked to this morning, Ron, about that streak Who being did preserved. you talk to? One Scotty Bowman, first thing in the morning today. 
First of all, I got to ask you, how is he? Still sharp? Sharp as a tack. He's got to be like upper 80s. 90. Right? Is he 90? He's 90. Oh, man. And you're going to visit him. You know why? Why? He lives in Sarasota, Florida. Does he? Yes, he does. Did you tell him I'm moving down? I didn't. I know, We Scott. had a very I mean, short conversation, I, but I'm sure that I you're going to see Scotty him. And, and, and I covered Scotty, and I know he remembers me. We've talked Go have that. a hot toddy with Scotty, oh, Ron. Oh, man. A hot Scotty. Hot Scotty. I, I, I was wondering how he was doing because I'm 90. 90, and you said still sharp as a tack. Oh, it was, it was a great conversation that went everywhere from his memories of Michelle Briere because he's coming to Pittsburgh in 10 days for the auger ceremony. Oh, is he? Yeah. So yeah. he was asking me which jerseys are retired, and then he had memories of Briere, had memories of uh, the Flyers' 35 or 36-game unbeaten streak. But I wanted to know from him, the greatest winner in hockey history, if that streak means anything. And the first thing was, this was early in the morning today, he wasn't aware of it. He wasn't aware of whether they won last night or not. Oh, okay. So he says, what happened last night? Right away. It, I it said, mattered. It mattered to him. I said, Edmonton lost. And he said, oh, I didn't know. You just gave me good news. Oh, isn't that fun? Yeah. And then we had a great conversation Does about. Does he think it took anything out of that team? No. He doesn't. No. Neither did Kevin Stevens. Okay. He said, you know. Um, Jay did, but not I those know, two. and so does Larry Murphy and others. I, and that was the gist of the column, is that I get what happened, <clears throat> excuse me, afterwards. I get it. That was the big news by far. They had a chance to, to make themselves immortal. They had a chance at a dynasty, and they got upset by the Islanders. But as Scotty said, one, we outplayed them. We didn't get any breaks. Two, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The Islanders kind of had the Penguins' number. For all of franchise history, I don't think a lot of people know, the Islanders won three of the last four meetings uh, between them and the Penguins that season. Three of four. I didn't realize they were they 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 just had their number. Now they didn't. I know Pierre Turgeon did not play until Game Seven. True, and he was their big star, no doubt, goal scorer, and he didn't play until Game Seven, Joe. But you know, I truly believe I covered that game. I was there. And I, I'd have bet my house. I think Talkit and was it Talkit and Francis that scored in the yeah, last minute yeah, it or was. so yeah. to tie it. Right, it goes to overtime, and then Volick beats Barrasso. But I truly believe 
if Kevin Stevens' face wasn't shattered like a potato chip in that game, yeah. they'd have won it. Yeah, I and think also I, it took a lot of the air out of the arena. Mario was also really banged up in that series. I was just talking to somebody, somebody else. Was that Casparitis that beat the heck out of him? He did, yeah, and I think he was already hurt going into the series. No excuses. They beat the Penguins, but I guess my overall point is okay. That happened, and it's just the timing of the winning streak. Ron, it makes it one of the most forgotten and I think in some ways like disrespected and even disparaged streaks in the history of sports. They've been playing hockey for 108 years, and nobody has won 17 games in a row. Nobody. And still nobody else has. Still nobody. 108 years, nobody has won 17 games. They won 17 games in 32 days. Guess how many goals Mario had in those 32 days? Uh, either I'm going to say two or about 20-some. 27. Uh, yeah. I, I, the way you phrased it, <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be either really low and it would never be a really low with Mario. 27. 27 goals in 32 days. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, I mean, you look at UCLA. 88. 88 games. Oklahoma Sooners, 47 games in football. L.A. Lakers, 33. New England Patriots, 21. These are the greatest streaks in the history of pro sports. The Penguins is right there. One reason it's, you know, people don't have it at the tip of their tongues is because hockey still is kind of a neat sport. The NHL is not on the level. I mean, at least popularity-wise of the other sports. And the other is that they didn't finish the deal. But somebody... Somebody needs to cherish this streak. And if it's just me and Scotty Bowman, that's good enough for me. That went, it sounds like you made his day. Oh, we had a great, a fun talk. He had been living. I thought he was still in Buffalo. He's like, no, I'm out of there. I'm in Sarasota now. But could he's coming here for the Yager thing. Could you imagine if he'd have been there on the <laughs> when the Steelers got the game postponed? Who lives in Buffalo other than Bink and Evie? I think they might be the last ones left. And uh, I think that's that, great that he's coming back for that too, Yager. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's pumped I got to think Mario's going to be there. I, just, I think he will be. I'll be shocked if he isn't. Yeah, I think he will be. Uh, this is something Jake that you don't miss. might be able to inform us on that a little better today, too. Yeah, I think the last time we asked him, he said he had a feeling that Mario would be, which is about Jay as knows. inside as you can Jay get. Jay knows. And I'm fascinated, Ron, with winning streaks anyway. I love streaks. I love them. And losing streaks, by the way. Well, there have been a few I remember that. I remember Dwight Clay hitting that shot to break UCLA's streak. I remember, I think it was Curry Kirkpatrick who wrote the story in Sports Illustrated. I must have read that story a hundred times. And then Mike White did a story on him in the Post-Gazette two weeks ago. Yes. On the anniversary. Right. We had Mike on Loved talking it. about yeah. it. 88 games. I remember that game watching it. Yeah. I remember that so game. So do I. And, and I mean, Bill Walton and John Wooden. Bill Walton and John Wooden, and they beat him. And a young Digger Phelps was the coach of uh, Notre Dame. Dwight Clay from Fifth Avenue in the Hill District. Right. That's pretty much where he made the shot from, too. Uh, I mean, it was it was incredible. It was incrinculent. Yes, it was incrinculent. And here's what I remember, too. It's my unofficial official start in sports writing because that story by Curry Kirkpatrick, I believe, what he did. Tremendous so writing. captured my imagination that I sat down at my parents' typewriter in those days. Right. And I wanted to know, even at my relatively young age, what what is it like? What How is his brain working to put the words together like that? So I typed his story, Ron. 
at word for word just to feel what it was like to type those words together. And then there was that is so cool. Yeah, it was great. And then I've told you, I remember Bino Cook, his favorite winning streak was 1940s era Notre Dame football. They won 38 games in a row, and it was his opinion that Frank Leahy was the greatest coach of all time. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, the joke was they'd ask his players, what's Leahy like when you lose? <laughs> and they told him, I don't know, we never lose. We never lose. <laughs> now, you like, how about losing streaks? Fascinating. I, I believe yeah. my alma mater still has the record in college football, Northwestern. I want to say it was 33. They lost 33 games in a row, I believe. And it started maybe right at the end of my time there. You just reminded me. Is it 33? Am I right? I'm going to check that. Now, but... I got to tell you a quick story about yeah. that. Uh, a guy that became my best friend, Bill Jarvis, unfortunately just passed a couple years ago. He was the equipment manager. You see all this Northwestern shirts and stuff I wear? He gave it all to me. Jackets, everything. Yeah. He started his first six years there. Are you ready? Are you ready? It included the 33-game losing streak. I, I, I think I'm right on with the record. 3-62-1. and one. <laughs> That sounds like you, Jackson. Three, 62, and one. That's almost not survivable. And there was a th- just well, emotionally. Think, yeah, I'm not I, talking yeah. about getting fired. I like, how do you live through that? But yet he was around, and he got to see him go to Pasadena in that purple grass in the end zone. I mean, I mean if you'd asked me back then or him, would you ever think Northwestern would get to a Rose Bowl? And, I mean, I, I got to cover that. I was there. And I went down like a lot of other Northwestern grads. There were so many in the press box. They had us all gather in the back for a picture. And I went down on the field with a couple other guys before and pulled up a little bit of the purple grass and put yeah. it in like a plastic baggie. Yes. Don't know what happened to it over the years. But purple grass in Pasadena. I'd have never. But 362 and 1. That is like Hugh Jackson, who I believe was two one thirty one and one one thirty one and one over two years. I don't think he had a tie. I think he was one and thirty one. That's right, one because that would be an extra game, right? right. One, one and thirty one, right? Yeah. And, and that, I remember that, his quote: he, <laughs> "Nobody else could have gone one and thirty one with this team." That's what he said. I know. I remember that. Oh my god! Sammy Coates beat him for God's sakes. There's something captivating. About streaks. There just is losing and winning. And you just reminded me, guess who has the longest losing streak in NHL history? Penguins? The Penguins. They're tied with the Sabres at 18 games. My kid played on a softball team one year that went 5-55. and (laughs) And there's something, there's just something entrancing about it. Like, oh my God, we're never going to win. You mentioned the Flyers. What was it, like 0-39-4 and against them? 0-39-3? and The entire decade of the 80s. In Philly, right? Yeah, in Philly. And the Bills didn't beat the Dolphins in the entire decade of the 70s, playing them twice a year, a decade. I bet they didn't beat the Patriots too many times. The Patriots had a long streak. But but the Steelers did break the Patriots streak of 21 games in a row. Was it Halloween? I want to say right around been, there. I think it might have been Halloween. Yeah. Ben had a big game in that game, right? Yes, he did as a rookie. Outplayed uh, Brady. That's right. One of the few times. Uh, anyway, Ron. There, you know, we've talked about this before, at least from our point, what we do writing and talking about sports. Yeah. It's better if you have a great team 
are a horrendous team. Yes. What is worse is the 500 team right in the middle. The mushy, they're just, mushy middle. They're totally boring, right? Basically. Yeah. And if you're great, you're never boring. And if you're really, really bad, you're not boring either. I mean, the Penguins are the all-time example in the history of pro sports that you just don't want to spend time in the middle. You want to be great or you want to be horrible so you can be great again. Right. You want to intentionally lose games so you can get Mario Lemieux, and you want to be on the verge of that or close to that so you have a chance at Sidney Crosby. And the three, four Penguins lost 18 games in a row. That's what begets Sidney Crosby. Begot. Begotten. Begetted. Begetted. <laughs> we got what you mean. Limits. What is, what's the proper word there? Begat, right? Begat. Yeah, thank Maybe. you. Yeah. Maybe. He doesn't know I either. Think. He's just a, uh, How are you today? In. You, you've walked into history here. It's Ron Cook's second last show. You're going to be with us tomorrow? Yeah, that's going to be. How do you feel right now? Are you a little nervous? This is history. A little bit, yeah. Because I know how much it means to Ron and make sure that everything goes 100% right. And the, what you've done uh, this you, week has been you know, you really got, incredible. Yeah, so. it's been really incredible. And you, you'll be great tomorrow, I can tell you that, City Limits. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> Ron, I thought about this, but he's not going for it. Uh, the, the play on words, of course, is Austin City Limits. But also there's a school called Austin P, right? Yeah, so he, I was he didn't want to hear that. Just P or Mr. P? it's P-E-A-Y, right? right? Yeah, it is. But it's pronounced P. Yeah, right. He wasn't going for the nickname P, and he wasn't <laughs> going for Mr. P. Is Mr. P a decent one? Yeah, I think it's decent. Should how we try that, it out? No, how would that fit whatsoever? How about my dad was always like, at college, we're going to send you to Austin P because it's your name. And I was like, eh. I mean, it fits. This is it a just joke. makes sense. Where is it? Texas? Yeah. So, anyway. I like City Limits, though. It's pretty good. It I is too. pretty good. It's pretty good. Crowley called it an elite nickname, and that means oh. a lot coming from a guy yeah. like that. Yeah. You know? I hear you. But at 11, Mr. P is going to call Mel Blunt. We're going to get him on the line. You are? Yep. I'm giving that one away You're to you, Ron. I, I no surprise. I, I, they did a roast for me at Jurgles a number of years ago, and it was tremendous. And he actually showed up. He was the first guy. Yeah. And they put him on stage and he did his little tribute for me. And he had his cowboy hat and boots like he always does. Yeah. And I've I, I've known Mel since uh, I went to his uh, youth home in Vidalia, Georgia. Back he was still playing and he was running in those. He had a, his family owned like 2000 acres of onion fields and he would run in that hot heat. And uh, I've since gone to his boys home down in Washington County. Uh, he's just one of my all-time favorites. I know you've gotten texts from him. I got one from him yesterday to confirm this, and it's a little icon of a guy in a cowboy, him basically in a cowboy yeah, hat. Yeah, 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 Instead yeah. Instead of sending a thumbs up, he sends that <laughs> with the guy giving a thumbs up. It's w tremendous. When we go to a break, I'm going to – did I show you the video of him riding his horses? Oh, I got to show no, you. I got to. I want to see that. I, I, it's he's seventy-five years old, and the strength he he rides those cutting horses where, you know, they they go from side to side like there's right, and you got to you got to control them. Yeah, I'll send it. I'll show it to you. I can't wait to talk to Mel. You know what his nickname was? Players called him Soup, short for Super. Oh man, and he was Super. Four different times, as I recall. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. We'll take a look at the upcoming Super Bowl next. I got a couple things to ask Ron about that, like where is Patrick Mahomes' place in history, even going into the game, and where will it be 
with a win and maybe an MVP award. Now, Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ron. Joe, I got to get my glasses on here. Um, it is February. We're almost a third of the way through. And it's a month for love. And if you would love a new truck, then Sun Chevy on Route 19 in McMurray is the place to go. Well-qualified buyers can get a 2023 or 2024 Silverado 1500 for 2.9% APR for 72 months when you finance with GM Financial. That's a deal you definitely can love. Terms and conditions at sunchevy.com, and maybe you don't want a truck. Okay, you and your special someone can discover other new opportunities together in any new Chevrolet. Remember, Sun Chevy carries all major brands of tires, custom wheel packages, and a full line of GM accessories in their parts department. But, you know, the biggest benefit of uh, Sun Chevy is their people. Over 500 years of combined experience serving their customers, They'll keep your GM vehicle looking and running like new. Shop online, their online catalog at sunchevy.com or visit Sun Chevy on Route 19 in McMurray. It's just five miles south of South Hills Village. And you also can go to sunchevy.com to find the trucker car you will love. Chevrolet, find new roads. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.